I've always sort of naturally been like that. I came across a uh, somebody told me of a German word, and I can't really reproduce it at the moment, but um, they have a word. You people could look this up. Uh, it's a uh, um, basically it's he has a face that's in need of a fist. And uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think I'm that guy. I think I'm that word. All right. What's up, everybody? Uh, Face that needs a fist. So good. Uh, You'll hear a little bit more from Matt about that and uh, the context of why we were talking about a face that needs a fist. So uh, super grateful for Matt and David Kirby, who joined me on episode 89 of this Me Dwelle podcast. Both of these men are incredible sponsors and supporters of the team. And uh, grateful to just have them on, learn a bit about Matt, and uh, hear from him and how he got into endurance sports. Which, by the way, he's run over 30 marathons. That is a big number, and uh, we'll discuss it for a minute uh, inside the podcast. So enjoy this one, and uh, grateful to have these two on. Don't really have any announcements for the team. We covered them a lot uh, in the last episode with Andy Welch, but we've got a kit order that that is being delivered soon. And our 40th anniversary kit, which is really fun, which is coming soon. Uh, We're going to release the store for that so everybody can have it for next year, which will be the 40th year that Miduele has been around. So looking forward to that. Uh, Grateful for each of you. Thankful for all of our sponsors. And uh, super grateful for Matt in this episode. All right. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to uh, Miduele Podcast, episode 89. Look at Matt. He's already smiling. He can't even stop smiling. (laughs) Uh, David Kirby, Matt Dalton, welcome. That's it. You don't say anything. Good to be here. Good to be here. We're just we're, we're starstruck. Like it's the just two class clowns. Just know. <laughs> I know. It's gonna be two I know. This is going. This is going to be so good. Uh, very grateful for both your time. This is actually some work to get. Uh, Matt, we connected a while ago. What stopped us? I can't remember my inability to follow up. I can't remember what happened. I think it was uh, like I was out of town for like ten days. Mm, and Newport, then, yeah, and then uh, and then life happened and all that sort of stuff. So, but yeah, very good. And and David has a new job, although he's coming to us from Salt Lake City. He hasn't moved yet. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, um, left Zion's Bank uh, August fourth. I'm I'm at U.S. Bank now. Um, I I kind of have a national and a regional role, so I'm over the eastern region, which also includes some areas in the um, central time zone. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, we've got to move. Unfortunately, it's um, hmm. do the best that we can to stay connected. I know to stay connected with the team and and come to team camp and come out and ski and come out and ride and. Hmm. I think Matt will have to do Lodija next year just to be able to ride together. Yep. Um, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm, total, I'm totally in with that. So I, I, I've always told people, like, I will ride Lodija if David does because uh, we do good drafting off of each other. Hmm. Mm-hmm. David, what about just, we'll just explore this uh, one final question. Um, when you were deciding to move, right? Uh, is this all uh, precedent? Are you, are you coming back? Do you know your future? Uh, is there just like, yeah. we're going, I love Cincinnati. We're going forever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not in my top 50, 50 places I would have. <laughs> um, I, I made a, a, a three to five year commitment to okay. U.S. Bank that, that I would be there um, and kind of embrace this role and 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 what they asked me to do and then after that point i could look at taking you know similar positions or larger positions uh, out west and um so that they are they're heavy in in california because they bought union bank uh heavy in portland seattle but also very very big presence here in salt lake and in denver uh, so there is a high chance if if we really focus on it that we can come back to Salt Lake. That's that's where we want to be. That's where we'd like to, um, you know, eventually retire and and kind of our family to be. So okay. it's kind of a temporary hiatus. Inquiring minds want to know, Matt, how are you dealing with this emotionally? Oh, it's been hard. That's been hard. hard. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't blame David for the choice. I 
probably do the same thing if I was in his, in his situation. So, but yeah, I'm like, Oh, who's going to be, you know, we've kind of been each other's huckleberry, I guess you could say. And, mm. and uh, who's going to, uh, who am I going to ride with? I've no greater compliment, of- David, no greater compliment. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're both old and fat. So we just kind of <laughs> you know, we just do our thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait until you hear, my favorite part of this outline, so Matt kind of filled in some questions. There's nothing better than the question where he answers what brought him to me, Dwelle. This is my fa- oh, most no. favorite answer I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, I don't have any announcements. I think kits are being made. Something's happening. Yeah. Right? Some people, yeah, we, had a, we have a kit order that's closed, that's mm-hmm. being um, delivered. Usually we do that before load adjust sorry Four everybody late. yeah i kind of blew that but uh yeah final well, order got, of the year you've uh, got your 40th anniversary kit coming out next year right that is yeah. correct yes uh and and we have placed an order for some of them so um we can model we're gonna mo- some of us are gonna model these kits That's right. um, <laughs> they you should have david and i model those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great for suggestion. Sure. i'm gonna write that sure. down sure. as many <laughs> <laughs> okay very good uh Instead, we foregoed the um, Matt's wife writing the introduction, and uh, his best friend wrote it. So, I this is a great, this is another very well thought out part of this experience. Uh, David, would you like to read it, or would you like me to? I think you should read it. You want me to read it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I've got it on my computer. Luckily, I can't see Matt when he starts laughing. <laughs> um, Matt, and if I embellish anything, you can't correct it. Um, All right. All right. I'll just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Matt was born and raised in Utah, living in Salt Lake City his entire life. Spent a couple years in Cleveland, Ohio. So he's familiar with Ohio. Um, and an internship in New York City, but mostly spending time in Olympus Cove, jumping trash cans on his BMX and hiking the nearby mountains in Mill Creek and Ness Canyon, looking for his dog, Oli and trying to find what other dogs Oli had impregnated. <laughs> this is true. Uh, yeah. Matt currently lives in East Mill Creek with his wife, Sherry, son, Isaac, who I think Isaac has moved out, uh, daughter, Sarah, and daughter, Rachel. Uh, as a family, they love to ski in the winters, hike in the summers, and travel to Hawaii, Costa Rica, and anywhere with a beach and tropical weather. Uh, Matt's kids are also very athletic and all played sports at Skyline, um, primarily uh, swimming and water polo. Uh, his daughter, Rachel, had a, had an offer to play at UC Irvine and also Santa Clara, uh, decided wow. to go to an LDS mm-hmm. mission instead. Cool. Um, I didn't, I, I just ad-libbed that, Matt. Uh, Matt is a, <laughs> he's also a Skyline High School alum and a University of Utah alum. Matt has been involved in participating in endurance sports, primarily running and cycling for over 35 years, but the last 10 years focusing on cycling. Uh, Matt owns and works at Design Team, a commercial flooring and window covering company, which has been in business for over 40 years and was started by Matt's father and mother, uh, Steve and Elaine Dalton. Uh, Currently, Matt and his brother, Zach, are the owners of Design Team and a current Maduele team sponsor. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Matt. The, the lower, right. lower pocket, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lower right-hand yeah. pocket, yes. Yep. Here are the fun facts. Here are the fun facts about Matt that you might not know unless you ride with him or no. spend, <laughs> spend evenings <laughs> with him. Uh, Matt has the ability to self-regulate extreme temperatures by sweating like a blank. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. A lady at the night and at church or like a pig, whatever your blank is, uh, you can fill it in. And I think maybe we can tell a story about that later. Can't wait. Okay. I I have a hard time regulating when it gets over 80, 85. Um, But Matt, he has the ability to go through any type of temperatures. I love Uh, that. Yeah, Matt has run over 30 marathons. A lot of people probably don't realize that. Dude, that is so many marathons. <laughs> it was yeah, too many. Yeah. It's 30, it's 30 too many, if we're yeah. being honest. <laughs> that is incredible, Matt. It was uh, kind of stupid, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Next item, Matt has perfected the art of crashing on dirt. This is true. And every time we ride gravel he, or mountain bikes, he will regularly crash at least one time. On, on one ride, he crashed three, three plus times. I oh think uh, he, he kind of wrote that in the question. Uh, Matt does come from the LDS Church royalty. Uh, his mother, Elaine Dalton, was uh, president of the Young Women's Association. And I don't think she said this, but I think it's funny and you kind of have to say it in a Utah accent that she would make cinnamon and rolls in the shape of temples. <laughs> that was pretty was good. Was that your mom that said that? Cinnamon? Cinnamon rolls in the shape of temples. Matt was a BYU fan for a short period of time, and, and, mm. and uh, he has a secret man crush on Mitt Romney. This is yep. great. This is great. <laughs> yeah, he's overcome his, his BYU affliction, uh, but probably saddened by the news that Mitt Romney announced today he is uh, not going to run again. Oh, Matt. Mitt. And, and my man. personal favorite, Matt, is terrible at making TikTok videos. See, I disagree. Him. No, I disagree with this. I never trust him if he says he's going to make <laughs> They're the only ones I watch. These are, yeah, they're actually, no, uh, nice. It's probably the only channel I follow. So very, good. <laughs> very good. Matt, any rebuttals? Awesome. Oh, man, like I wish. I think that's all true. Um, <laughs> especially the sweating and the crashing part. Oh, my God. For sure. Where were you guys, I, on I, the, where were you guys on this crash route? Oh, um, um, so it was it was two years ago when we first got gravel bikes and we were doing shoreline trail up above Huntsman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you kind of take the higher trail and then you it, it's really a mountain bike trail. It's pretty rocky. And Very rocky. And then you, when you come down, like you're going to go to Dry Creek, it funnels into like a pretty tight area. Yeah. And there was. <laughs> So he crashed twice before we got there. And then it funneled into that area and there's big ruts where he got caught. Oh, there was a, so there was a major rainstorm and this was like yeah. a, basically the trail was a rut. Yeah. And so it, it was going downhill and he got his, his gravel bike caught in that rut and he took <laughs> his feet off to try to stop yes. himself. Yes. And what ended up happening is he started running with the bike between his legs and the yes. front the front tire got lodged in the rut and the back seat launched him wonderful like 10 feet forward into the brush <laughs> <laughs> so bad so david does like what any good friend would do and he like immediately rides over and starts taking pictures of me on the ground so <laughs> yeah, yeah this is all documented somewhere on strava uh, yeah, I'm gonna, i'll uh, look for it that's so good yeah. Very three good. times. It was probably two years ago. Fell three times on one ride. So I, I broke my Garmin with my crotch, which was the start of getting mm. a crew. That was fun. That needs to be in a Google review. Yeah. Let Garmin let Garmin know. Yeah. Uh, Matt, some some good. Maybe okay. Pretend we're out on. I like to do this as if like you just rolled up next to somebody and and they're like, "Tell me about your childhood." Uh, <laughs> Do that. Will you tell us a little bit about where you came from? Okay, so I'm uh, I'm, I'm my the family I was born into. Um, yeah, David got that right. Those are my my parents are Stephen and Elaine Dalton. Um, uh, I'm the oldest of six. Uh, there are five boys, one girl. Um, some of uh, a lot of people know. I, I think a lot of people who just grown up in the Skyline area will know. I will know my brothers or my sister. Um, <laughs> Uh, interesting fact, my brother, John just won his category at Lodija. How about that? Um, what category is, is that? Super cool. I think it was like the 35, like the ride 35 plus something like that. Great. But, How about that? Man. Yeah. He is a monster. He's, uh, oh. absolutely been, I mean, you have, you know, you have to just ride like crazy to do that. So yeah. psyched for him. Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I've got, uh, uh, yeah, Matt. Me, Zach, Emmy, Jess, John, Chad. So if you know any of them, um, Chad's 13 years younger than me. So a lot of guys know John. A lot of guys know Zach. Um, some know yeah, Emmy. Clark is great friends with Chad. And, and yeah. a lot of people that went to Skyline definitely know the Dalton family. Mm -hmm. So we've been around. Um, I, uh, I basically lived within five miles of where I was born my entire life, except for 
stints on a mission and uh, a little bit of an internship in New York um, when I was in college. Um, so yeah, the schools are Oakland, Oak Ridge Elementary, um, Churchill Junior High, Skyline High School, class of 88, and University of Utah. So, nice. No. Okay, these last lines are the best though. I ran my first marathon at 12? Who put you up to that? I was Okay, I was 12 years old. I'll, I'll say as a 12 year old, my time was a, uh, I think it was like 40107. So what? I, mean, I think, I think that's a legit time for a that's 12 year old. That's way fast. I took fourth in my age group. Oh my God. I mean, like, <laughs> how does that time not win my age group? But it was fourth. I think like, did you have like Nike Cortezes on? Like what did, what did you run back Okay, I had I had women's these PF light flyers. blue these white, light blue women's New Balance shoes that wow. were just great. But yeah, like New, New Balance was the brand at that at that point. Okay. Now, Matt, yeah. remind me: is your mom the one with the conference talk about you can do it, Utah, the Boston Marathon That's uh, story? That's her. That's her. Yeah. So That's you guys, her. this is a this is running is a quite a tradition here in the family. It is. Yeah. Yep. Very good. I'd like but, to say I'd, I'd I'd like to think I kind of started that off for them, but <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. A, <laughs> uh, are you going to read this next line? It, it has to be said. Uh, let's see here. Um, he was the worst football player to ever put on pads at Skyline. That is a, okay. That is a fact. <laughs> so okay, why would you friends, declare this? <laughs> okay, so I I when I grew up, um, an athlete was. Uh, Cyclists were not athletes for whatever reason in my mind. I mean, they right. definitely are athletes, but runners weren't athletes. Like if you were an athlete, you played football, basketball, um, maybe soccer. I don't know if soccer would count in my, in my brain is that, but um, uh, it was a funny thing. And so um, I thought I want to be athletic and my friends, um, my friends uh, talked me into um joining skyline high's football team this was the year that roger Coupe um, mm. move over moved from highland over to skyline okay. and uh, we had a decent team um but yeah i was not included like i don't even know why they kept me on the team because <laughs> i was i can't catch i'm super slow i was same height six three one forty five so they decided <laughs> that they were like he could be a tight end not he can't catch too slow whatever so they put me on the line i played guard and like pretty soon I learned that like football really hurts. Like it hurts to <laughs> anyway. Um, so coach Dupay decided that my, um, my permanent position would be like water guy. And so <laughs> in my, <laughs> in my suit, like I, I'd run out, like when we'd have timeouts, I'd run out and hand water bottles to the guys nice. and stuff like that. I also did a little bit of filming from the, uh, ah. from the booth. Nice. Um, and then, uh, I mean, the, the, we made it to state and got clobbered by Brighton that year. Um, I begged the coach because I'd spent so much time like on the booth. I begged him to let me suit up for state. And yeah. he was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then I ended up, I ended up, I had these uh, very unusual shoes and uh, I ended up loaning them to this guy because uh, I knew I wasn't going to play. And, and uh, so my parents came to the game, like thinking, <laughs> you know and he was on the line too and, and so they see these shoes and they're just no. like look at matt no. he's out there killing it and anyway it's uh jason hess so that's uh that sounds like me. a hallmark that sounds like a hallmark movie <laughs> but my my <laughs> shoes went my shoes played in state and did that's very awesome. well <laughs> yeah, yeah anyway so yeah uh i like good football players on the team jake cook those guys i am the exact opposite that's of that. funny very yeah. good that's good. Uh, David, any follow-up there for, uh, for Matt's childhood? No, any, no. Any Actually, no okay. that football story. Oh, that's funny. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you do now, Matt? I mean, uh, we kind of got a, a taste there from, from David, but, uh, what do you do yeah. now? Typical, okay, yeah, so typical I, day. Oh, okay. So, well, I have a company called design team. Uh, okay. my brother and I are, um, working that and, and my parents started it. Um, so second generation company, we've been in business for 40 years. Cool. Um, we yeah, our biggest accomplishment is, is sponsoring uh, the the corner pocket of Miguelé. <laughs> Very um, big, so huge, which is great. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I, actually, I think it's super cool. Hope to keep, continue way to cool. do that for a yeah. while. And um, we're a specialty contractor. We focus on um, uh, commercial carpet, uh, window coverings, um, 
and uh, other finishes like sound masking, things like that. Um, mm. Tile, a little bit of ceramic tile, stuff like that. Um, we work with architects. Um, we um, have a system that we're putting in place that helps contractors build with ease and speed. And uh, um, we're just trying to provide building owners with uh, financially successful and um, beautiful places for people to thrive. So nice. What are you anyway. doing? What are you doing uh, all day? Are you like, are you like going to houses or are you like doing sales calls with contractors? So it's a lot of, a lot of different things. Um, like for example, this today um, meetings in the morning, um, answering a lot of emails. The, the work that we do is the majority of it is uh, commercial I'd say one exception is if you look at the carpet behind David, mm. I think that's mine. Is that mine? Are you in the basement? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This oh, is you. Lovely. Look at that brown. Amazing. Lovely. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, we do a little bit of residential, but it's mostly commercial. So like um, uh, the new 95 South state building um, downtown, the 25 story tower that was built. Um, we, we put a motorized window shade covering uh, or motorized roller shade system in that. Um, and it's pretty complicated, but the building, like, anyway, I, I won't bore people with it, but the building knows what the weather conditions are and adjusts the shades, Whoa. um, to make that, make it comfortable and saves the, saves the building owner money, which is really cool. Like, like 20, I'm gonna, Matt, I'm going to toot your own horn here. So like you did all of the carpet work and rubberized floor work in the new stadium edition at the University of Utah. Yeah, no, so the uh, south end zone, that's nice, me. Yeah, nice. the south end zone, all of that you did, which was cool because we got to tour it before it was done and tour the stadium. That's um, cool. You did yeah. the practice. You did the practice facility, and you were the one that turned the butt of the U towards BYU, which faces yep. Provo. Oh, true. This yeah. is also this is true. where the podcast ends. This is the ending. That was yeah. the yeah. pinnacle of everything we've talked about. Yeah, so if you go, if you walk into the practice facility and, and there's kind of the museum area with all their trophies and the uniforms, and then there's the cafeteria on the right, you walk in and there's a big U, like University of Utah. It's massive mm -hmm. in the carpet. And the mm -hmm. butt end of that U, so the bottom end of it. Faces BYU exactly. Oh, that's so good, yep. Josh Bradley. Yep. I hope you're listening. That is so good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Utah County Crew signs out now. <laughs> that is so. Anyway, fun. yeah. I mean, so yeah. So uh, life is pretty busy here. I mean, a lot of paperwork, um, site visits, dealing, uh, working, coordinating with installers, um, answering questions. Uh, yeah, working with our team on like submittals and, and plans, shop drawings. I mean, all that sort of stuff. So it's fun. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Uh, David, do you know how he got into endurance sports? I mean, I know we've got this uh, endurance runner as a 12-year-old, but uh, maybe, Matt, you want to tell that story? How you got into yeah. endurance sports? Yeah. So it was the 70s. Um, our our steak had this thing called the steak mini marathon. And, okay. Uh, well, how old are you? How old are you, Matt? Man, I was probably nine. No, no, no. Like, like right now. Oh, right now I'm fifty three. Fifty three. I'm in okay. my I'm in my second year of being fifty three. Okay, great. <laughs> I I thought I was fifty three last year, and so I told everybody that, and then my um I was corrected, and it was like uh, you're only you're actually fifty two, <laughs> but they told me that like I thought I was turning fifty four, but it was cool. It's kind of a gift. I've been That's 53 cool. for two years. Don't so. know when you're okay. Very good. Yeah, you're I'm great at math. Yeah. <laughs> math strong suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, there was this, uh, I, I, kind of this running craze that hit. Um, and, uh, you know, there was a, um, I think Spencer W. Kimball said lengthen your stride. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, we're all planting grow boxes and, you know, as a family and doing things like that. And running was just kind of part of at least Utah's culture, I think. So we had this mini marathon and I went to my dad and just said, Hey, I, I think we should do it. And, nice. um, my dad, uh, just said, okay, let's, let's train. And so we went to, there's a track at Oak Ridge elementary. It's not really a track, but it's, uh, um, just kind of a path and we would go down there at nights and we'd run around it. And, uh, we trained and trained. And then my dad and I ran that, um, I think it was like 
six miles maybe. Um, but we ran the mini marathon together. Um, and uh, yeah, it was one of the super cool experience to have with my dad. Um, uh, and then he was hooked. So Fun. kind of like, like the, the Olympus Cove version of Miduele or whatever, there were a couple of other people in the neighborhood who saw him running and said, Hey, why don't you come out and, and uh, start running? And uh, so he joined these uh, two other friends and, and uh, they would invite me and, and uh, one of the friends he was running with had a son my age. And uh, they just said, Hey, why don't you come start doing long runs with us on the weekends? And so um, we'd go out and run 10, 11 miles and we didn't know what we were doing. And, and uh, <laughs> anyway, um, that ended up, they said, yeah, if you can run 18 miles, you can run a marathon. So I, went out and ran 18 miles and then they signed me up for the St. George marathon. Oh my goodness. And then I, I somehow slugged my way through that and took fourth in my age group. Incredible. So, huh. and, and then 29 more at what point were you like, all right. I mean, was there that, was there this turning point where you decided like I am physically injured from all of this? So I, yeah. So I, I quit running at, at 12 and uh, you know, when, well, I'd still run on my own. Um, I should have been on the cross country team um, in high school, but I didn't do that because the coach was a smoker, and I didn't think he—I didn't think he knew what he was doing. So, and he didn't. Um, but uh, so good. Uh, anyway, I—I I, uh, um, started cycling more because I—I I was running. I just realized that in running, it was like I was either injured running to recover from an injury or just about ready to get injured. And so I started cycling and I was like, Oh, this helps me with my Achilles. And so it was just kind of this part-time thing. And then just rediscovered the joy of, um, just of, uh, of being on a bike. Like I love seeing a lot of country, you know, you just don't, you go out for a long run, like six or eight miles, you know, and, and you see a certain amount of stuff and you're trying to, Right. Um, keep it under control, but um, yeah, like a fifty-mile bike ride, you see a ton of stuff. Yeah, I, I, just cool. So we all get that. Nice. Yeah, I've got a, a, a quick question, Stu, if that's okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, you know what's interesting is I, I look at, you know, you Matt been cycling for the last ten years. I've been cycling for the last, you know, since two thousand ten, thirteen years, and. Um, you and I, you and I connected because our kids played water polo and swam. True. And I remember yeah. it was like a stepbrothers moment where we were like chaperoning our kids to Denver and we yep. liked all the same things. And we we're like, wow, we just became best friends. And, yeah. <laughs> um, we've been cycling together ever since. But one thing that's interesting, do you feel that you ran because your parents ran? Or just because, like, I, I, I grew yeah. up riding motorcycles and with my dad, dirt bikes. and But we, we never rode bikes together. And so I, mm -hmm. I kind of, I found bikes on my own. Like, I guess mm -hmm. that's kind of my question. Did you find bikes on your own or? Well, so when I came home from my, yeah, I wasn't going to run uh, or wasn't going to run much, like spe specifically not marathons because I was like, well, I've done that. Right? And I came home from my from my mission and my dad was running the St. George Marathon. Um, so I went down with my parents. My dad and mom were both running it. And I uh, um, went down there with them and was just cheering on the sidelines. And there's just something about like being near a race that was just super cool for me. Um, and I saw the people that were running it. I saw, you know, those were the kind of people that I wanted to be like, I guess you could say. And so I, I we came home from St. George and I went out and bought some jogging shoes and, and started running again. I mean, I'd say the other, so it was, I want to be like that, I guess. And then the other thing is like, I think you get this, we all get this in cycling. Have you ever achieved like that Zen like moment where it's just going really well mm -hmm. and like your breath is in rhythm, your cadence is good. Um, your mind is clear. Like I have, uh, you just have like, like, it's like you can think better. It's just therapy basically. Um, like I discovered that moment and was addicted. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then just, have, like I, I just, I'm stubborn and I just, I was like, well, 
I ran it. Now I'll just do, I'll start training for it again next year. So. Yeah. I, I, I've always kind of wondered that, like just within people, because I, you know, like I look back 20 years ago and I used to think spandex, I would never wear that right now. I own yeah. as much spandex as I do. Regular <laughs> um, but, I, but I, but I look at someone like, let's take Stu, for example, right? Stu rides, very strong rider, rides all disciplines. Um, Kristen, very strong rider, rides all disciplines. And now their daughter, Ava, very mm -hmm. strong bike rider mm -hmm. and is competing in the high school level. Mm -hmm. And so I, I wonder, like, I've always wondered, how do I get, how, how do people find that Zen that you talk about riding bikes or how do people find that pathway into bikes? Is it something mm -hmm. like, Hey, this is an Anderson family event. And so our kids automatically do it because I've not been successful mm -hmm. in getting like my family well my brother's starting to ride now and he bought a ventum mm -hmm. but like just trying to like be that cycling missionary and help people convert to cycling because <laughs> it, there is something about it that is, is so good for your soul and your mind and your body you and just i want to share I, it I, I've, I've not been able to like get my family like they all have bikes and it's just I think everyone has, they, they find it in their own way and their own journey. And we're not all going to be the Andersons. Right. And it's not Stu, it's not a, a dig at you in any way. Cause I see that and I'm like, I want that, mm -hmm. but that's okay that it's not that I'm just kind of curious. That's why I asked the question. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, my, yeah. my parents weren't, my parents are not at all involved in anything sports. So mm -hmm. yeah, I just, we stumbled across it trying to find something to do you know together so it is interesting there's been people that i've tried to get into it that are like this is terrible like this is an awful experience like why would you want to purposefully do this to yourself mm -hmm. they don't wake love... up early yeah wake up early yeah it's a great question though but i think there's something in that suffering and that in that journey together even though that everyone's at different levels that make that that there's a bond that's created that people outside don't get unless they do it. Okay, I agree. Mm -hmm. yep. Especially if your friends are filming you as you're going over your bar, smashing your crotch into your garment. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, maybe quick history, Matt. Let's do this. Uh, how you joined the team. A little history behind that. Okay. So uh, um, what was it? It was when we, we joined the team when you did the 40 or the – 35. The black kids, the yeah. 35 year um, black kids. And uh, we've been pretty diehard Z team guys. Mm -hmm. um, David was working for Zions. Um, Sean Montmany was working for Zions. Those were the, and John Holberg was, was uh, another guy that we rode with. And uh, um, mainly those kids were like, I don't know, did we pay anything? We got a whole bunch well, of free yeah, races. The, the program was the kit, it was a DNA kit, it was $100. Uh, that's what you paid. And then at the time, and this was because Sean was managing the Z team at the time, if you submitted a race entry that you did in the Z team with a picture and your receipt, the bank would refund you. Didn't matter if you were a customer. Wow. The they would refund you that hundred dollars that you paid for the kit. What a deal. So it was basically a free kit. Huh. So we were, we were committed to Z team, I think. And, uh, um, after Sean, uh, Sean left Zions, um, I think he felt like he couldn't, uh, with any conscience, you know, like ride for the Z team anymore. And so he joined Miduele and, uh, he kept telling us, um, like we'd see the Miduele guys, you know, up and down canyons, things like that. We were just like, uh, Miduele. I think they're all <laughs> that. <laughs> I love, I love we that. Had, we had some names, stuff so, like, anyway, we're like, so oh, the Barbacoa guys or whatever, so you know? Yeah, well, I think I think the thing though, Matt, with it is they were <laughs> they were really strong riders. Yeah, yeah. So right. we would like and, yeah regularly get past. Yeah, we knew Dave Sharp and like you, you had the big barbacoa flame on it, and mm -hmm. they were all like serious strong riders. And I'm not as serious all of the time, and so that's kind of like there. It was just intimidating, if we're being honest. Yeah, that's that's, so that's, that's true. So anyway, Sean's like, hey you know, these guys aren't so bad, you know? And then, um, the, <laughs> the fatal, 
And so we're like, oh, that's cool, you know, maybe, but like the kit isn't free, you know, you have to buy the kit. And um, anyway, I think the the fatal flaw was uh, Sean left, and then um, I think it's fair to say kit design went downhill big time. Z like oh, it was terrible. The Z team kits are terrible. Yeah, like it's super super ugly. Anyway, designed in the designed in the dark. Some guy throwing the, darts. Yeah, they so they had a. Uh, I think they came out with a kit, and we were just like. Nothing against them, right? They're trying, and and uh, but they came out with a kit, and I was like, I, I won't. Even if that kit's free, I'm not wearing it. And so, <laughs> and so we jumped over to the to ultimate insult. <laughs> so bad. Anyway, we, we jumped were, over to. But we were riding with the Wheels of Justice kits for a while, mm -hmm. post Z Team, and that's when we were riding with Todd Raker a lot, and then Todd and Sean kind of went over to Medwelle and then we kind of came soon thereafter. Yeah. Great decision. Very yes. hundred percent. And, and a kit that's worth buying. Yeah. hundred percent. Multiple times. Uh, yeah. Real quick. What, real quick. What do you, <laughs> what are you riding now, Matt? What do you ride? Okay. So like, uh, I've got, I'd make an argument that the specialized, uh, Roubaix SL4 is the best bike that's ever been. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean that carb that carbon layup cannot be duplicated. 2014, okay. they knew what they were doing. I'm gonna look rim that brakes, up right now. Okay. Rim brakes. Pretty anyway. Um that's what I'm yeah, that's what I'm uh that's my road bike. Um and then I ride the uh the Ventum GS1 this okay. year's version. So I call that the GS1.2, I guess you could say, or 1.1. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Um and uh and then I've got a uh, mountain bike, I've got a specialized Epic Evo Pro. And yeah. love love both of those. I think the Ventum is probably my favorite bike. Favorite bike, like you love to just ride it all the time, or just like it's the highest quality. Uh, both. Like it's it's just a high quality bike, and I I like the ability to do road and a little bit of gravel, and it gives me a chance to crash. So <laughs> that's good too. Does your <laughs> so. does your Roubaix have these uh, little plastic inserts in the frame? These yeah. Little, oh yeah, the yeah. zigs. What are they yeah. called? Zerts, big, big insert. The Zerts. What yeah, was the? It's got, what it's is got that? The funky gooseneck, like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What, anyway, um, yeah, for comfort. Comfort. I'm yeah. looking at it right now. Are you looking at the S Works? It is the S Works. So oh, it's the S Works. Okay. I've at least okay. got that going. <laughs> it's supposed to dampen the vibration, like when you put like one of those rubber strips in your tennis racket. Mm. Same kind of. That's concept. exactly it. Yeah. Great bike. I have that same frame, S Works Roubaix SL5 with the answer. <laughs> Sold it 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. It's probably time to switch that out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, then I look at the SL8 and I'm like, uh, what? Nice. How much? Anyway, so. Um, any, any great, I know you've listed a few here, but uh, any great memorable moments from your time uh, writing? This is always kind of a fun thing to reminisce about. Okay, so uh, I don't know. Do we want to talk about great crashes, David? Um, mm. Or do we want to talk uh, about uh, you know, great great rides or crashes? It's your it's your podcast. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like the White Rim Trail was awesome. Um, we did that what last year, a couple years ago, last year. something like that. Um, we spent uh, we didn't do it in a day like like a lot of guys do. We spent uh, a couple nights camping, so it was a three day thing. Oh, fun! And, uh, Probably I, way more it, enjoyable. It was, it was yeah. great. It was, it was still fully hard. Supported. Yeah. Fully um, supported uh, over three days and Matt did the full hundred miles. I, I went full send coming down Schaefer over the handlebars and missed, oh. missed, a, few, missed a few miles after that. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> First day. That, yeah. That was, that was beauty. Like no other. I mean, you're, you're riding over what you think is just desolation and then, um, uh, make a turn and it's like, Oh, like, yeah, yeah, it was. It's just uh, so that was a highlight for just a cool ride, a cool mm -hmm. multi multi day ride. Um, oh, I'm trying to think um, um, other like cool places. I don't know or other other stuff. What would you say, David? I would say we've You've had been some with the We've had some memorable loadages. Mm. Yeah. I want true. to hear about. I want to hear about David's meltdown. You have this in your notes. Oh, okay, okay. So this is. Uh, um, this, I've been known to use four-letter words. <laughs> <laughs> One in particular starts with F. 
<laughs> and I've had some meltdown moments. So just I'm can't wait. It's okay. It's, oh, okay, I'm, so this sport let this sport lets us learn about ourselves. It's very good. So let's ask Stu. Uh, twenty twenty. I don't know uh -huh. if you did. You ride Loto Jet twenty twenty. I did. Was that was that the year we're talking about, David? I think it was. Yeah, it the was COVID the year, year before. It was the year before the rainstorm, which mm -hmm. was terrible. So, uh, where was the the Star Valley? Um, where was the feed zone located? Well, it was supposed Thane. to be in Thane. It was supposed to be in Thane, and they've changed it now. But it was Thane. Yeah. So anyway, we were um, we had we talked about we were being supported by John Holberg, and um, there was a mix up. So we we get to. I thought we thought it was in Afton, didn't we? Well, we it told actually him to in be in, we told him to be in Afton. He wasn't there, but he wasn't communicating. He wasn't answering his phone or texting us. So, <laughs> terrible so, so we should. So he's driving my car. We're um, we're like we pull up in Afton at the feed zone, and and Holberg is not there. And so like I'm like, I think I had half a bottle. You were totally out. Um, David was totally out. Uh, and we were like, well, he's not here. We really can't do anything. There was a feed zone there, but there's, you know, anyway, so we just start rolling along and David starts like immediately, I can see him texting and he's texting things like you had one job you had. <laughs> this is why <laughs> where, you're here. <laughs> like, where are you? <laughs> Meanwhile, we found out Holberg's driving my car down like a dirt road. He'd been, he'd gotten lost and he's driving my car down a dirt road at like 120 miles an hour, like mm -hmm. nearly crashes it. Um, Anyway, we get to we get to Thane because we're like, okay, if he's not in Afton, he's in Thane. But on the way to Thane, um, David just starts like, oh yeah, like just absolutely freaking out. And and my uh, my tendency is to manage stuff, and, mm -hmm. and, and so I'm like, dude, it's good. we're gonna be okay. Like we've got we don't have a choice. We're gonna pedal. You know, we're just going to go, I've got a water bottle. I've got a full bottle. You can have <laughs> half of it. Um, and then you were like, you were something like my feet, you know, my feet are hurting. Anyway, it was, it was just amazing. Like, and that's, that's when I was like, okay, we're good at Loto Jet together because he's <laughs> melting down. He's melting down. I'm trying to provide calmness. I don't know if that helped. Anyway, we made it to Thane. He was not there. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was not there. And so we... We like, he's back driving. And so we like begged some, I think a little bit of water off some people or whatever, we're trying to get stuff. And then he pulls up and to his credit was like the best pit crew, best pit crew. When he was there. But, yeah. Yeah. When he was there. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like helping us out, feeding us pickles, um, spoon feeding us relish. Oh, wait, that's Sean Monnenny. Um, <laughs> Gross. Anyway, I, mean, I, uh, I, I, I rode. I rode from basically the top of Salt Pass past Thane um, without any water. I mean, I was at, it was hot. I was out of water. I had no food. He, Matt didn't have any food. He just had a little bit of water. And like, I was mentally, I was like, I'm, I'm effing done with this. This is, <laughs> I was so upset and I was texting, yelling, you know, voice texting on my phone, yelling, you know, John wasn't answering. And then our wives started calling us. Where are you guys? We're effing riding this stupid race with no food or water. <laughs> oh, but he yeah. did start. He wasn't answering David, but he started texting our wives like, do you know he, where yeah. they are? Oh, anyway, so we ended so, up. Uh, that's still a controversy with us. Um, but but up, John, but John rode the next year with you guys. Right. Yeah, correct. Oh, he, yeah. he had ridden it before. He had, he had ridden loaded it before as well. So we thought he know, and, and he was right. It was Thane. We should have stopped there, but he wasn't there when we were there. It wasn't marked very well. And I think since then, this year, they actually moved that Thane stop to Afton. They did. Yeah, they did away yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, hmm. But should you know, we just say we were we were wrong? John was right, but it'll yeah. it'll always be debated. And and he does have a shirt from me that says Afton on it that he wears on occasion. So that's fun. Just to remember. Uh, maybe we got time for one more. Should we do Kirby versus deer? Were you uh, there for yes. that? Yeah, I was. So, Oh my goodness. So uh, we were riding Mill Creek. Um, you had a flight to catch. Yeah. I was going to a dental show 
in California. So I stopped at the gate to turn yeah. around. Yeah, and we were and Holberg and I were like, well, let's just let's just go up to Elbow and and uh, we'll catch you. Um, we'll just see you later. So Kirby turns around. We go up to Elbow and then we're coming. We're descending down the canyon, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this uh, like neon. It's like that's weird on the side of the road. And I'm like, oh, that's strange. Like, what's that neon thing? Um, and it was the uh, I think that was the neon kit that you had that got cut off. Of no yeah, way. It was a specialized, no all full specialized. That was yeah, neon so you, kit. So you guys, you guys weren't. I mean, you technically weren't together. No, not so. Yeah, David had uh, all wow. of him tell tell his wow. part of it, but but we uh, anyway. I'm like, oh, that's a guy, and then it was like, oh, it's David, and he's there. He's conscious. Um, so we're like, what are you doing on the side of the road? And and he's like, oh, I hit a deer. And anyway, he shows us his <laughs> hand. Like your fingers were all like. Kind of he had a broken finger. We're like, oh, well, like, can you ride? Your bike looks good. His bike was fine. Um, can you ride? Yeah, we're like, do you think you can ride out of here? And so, like, we tried to stand you up, and it was like, anyway. And yeah, they, they, tried, to, they screaming. tried to stand me up. Yeah, and put me on the bike, and I screamed, and I fell over, and they just set me back down. I, I couldn't even stand up. Oh my goodness! So then, then uh, somebody had taken David's number and gone down the canyon and called Renee, and so Renee pulls up a few minutes later, and and hmm. uh, we had to physically lift you into the car, which yeah. another screaming thing, and and uh, um, we're like, oh, that's not good. Anyway, David takes off down the canyon. So hmm. yeah, very memorable. That's good, man. I can't believe yeah. you. I eyewitnesses. Yeah, yeah. Matt was the one that named that segment there in Milk Creek. Kirby, yeah, Kirby. A, Kirby. <laughs> you made that? Yeah, Kirby one, deer zero is <laughs> my uh, my segment. That's where it happened. No, it's deer one, Kirby zero. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, deer one, Kirby zero. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, he is All the right. king. Hey, uh, we always, I always love to do some advice suggestions. Um, maybe do that. Should we move into that? Um, sure. What 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 keeps you motivated? Coaches, mentors, heroes, kind of like uh, what does your vi- life revolve around? Uh, well, I'd say, I mean, my, um, I mean, I'd obviously say my, my parents, um, my wife, my family, um, I have two, I'm really lucky too. Like I have two brother-in-laws, um, on my wife's side that are, um, uh, just close, close friends. So that's, uh, some people may know them, Dick Corey and, and, uh, Steve Shank. And, um, they're different. Um, Dick is, um, uh, he's a retina surgeon. He's just a, he's a smart guy. Uh, just ran the big cottonwood marathon in uh, like three thirty four, which is not a bad time. Um, especially at, uh, I think he's 53, 54, something like that. Shout out to um, Charlie. Shout out to Charlie, by the way. Thanks Charlie. If you're listening. Oh yeah. You're yeah. Zoe's friend. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. His, yeah, he's, he, he's, uh, yeah, he's got some cool kids and, uh, and he's just a great, um, just a great guy. Um, and then uh, another motivator uh, for me is um, my brother-in-law, Steve Shank, who's, uh, he's, above all things, he's kind. Um, hmm. He's just a kind, fun, um, super adventurous guy. Um, and anyway, like, loves to four-wheel, loves to uh, just do all the things that, that I would never dare to do. Um, so, Anyway, those are yeah, those are some guys that are um, really important to me in my life. And then, obviously, um, I, I like I I'd say uh, my wife is just you know she's a hero to me as well. Um, she's a lot smarter than I am. She speaks Japanese. Served a mission in Osaka. Wow. Um, and uh, just a great person. So hmm. anyway, I love her dearly. David, you're muted, but any follow up there? Yeah. Um... You know, I just, I, I think I'm going to speak for Matt, but, um, you know, Matt does a great job at always being positive. Yes. And finding the silver lining per se in things. Um, it's That's really nice. hard to get Matt upset. It's really hard to get Matt flustered. <laughs> And he does a great job just kind of going with the flow and, and being amenable and, and, and just creating kind of, you know, just 
positive energy and flow. And uh, for me, that's good because I, I don't know, I'm not always that way. I, I can get, you know, upset. Um, uh, and so it's good for me to have someone like Matt. And I think just people in general, you know, Matt, Matt is just very approachable and he's very even tempered and he's very reasonable, but also very accepting. And he's a good advocate for people. I love that. Well, there's one thing, um, you know, Matt, David, and I are all on this ridiculous text thread where we're kind of planning rides in the neighborhood, but it really isn't. That's not what it's about. It's uh, we just Mm -hmm. are silly. But since Matt's been on, I mean, Matt, you're not just fun. Like you just have an attitude that is infectious. Like people love to be around you. Um, Is is that natural for you to just be happy and um, positive or is that something you've worked on over the years? Is that like a thing that had to kind of become you? Uh, so I've always sort of naturally been like that. I came across a, uh, somebody told me of a German word and I can't really reproduce it at the moment, but, um, they have a word you, people could look this up and it's a, uh, um, basically it's, he has a face that's in need of a fist. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think I'm that guy. I think I'm that word. Oh my God. Like the guy that's, that's like, I'm just, I'm very lucky and fortunate that uh, I've just always been naturally happy. Like when I was little, people would be like, what are you smiling about? You know, this is going to, this is going to be the name of the podcast, by the way. A face on the face. Of a fist. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, um, yeah, it's always just been, uh, yeah, I've just always, um, always just been happy. Like it's a, that's cool. It's a crazy thing. Great gift. I don't know what, no. Yeah. Um, what motivates you in to keep going to, to ride and to suffer? And is it something you enjoy or is this something you got to work at? Uh, it's something that I enjoy a lot. Um, I'm not naturally, uh, well at one point in my life, um, I, I would say like the fastest marathon I've run is like a three Oh one, which is a decent time. I think I could have run that faster if I trained differently. I wow. walked like a couple miles in that too, but, Dang. but, but, um, you know, at one point in my life, I was, um, I was Jason Spangler, you know, or Justin, Justin, <laughs> Jason, Jason, uh, whatever. <laughs> Turbo. Yeah. At one point I was that guy. I was Ryan Welch. Right. Uh, or at least I felt like that. Right. And, and I'm not that guy anymore. Um, uh, so I ride because I love it. I ride because, um, yeah, because of those Zen-like moments that I get. I ride because of the experiences I get to have. Um, I ride because uh, I get to form deep friendships with people. Um, hmm. I get to learn learn about people, learn about, um, I mean, that's, that's a really great part of being a part of this team is um, I can say, um, without question, like I, the guys that I've met on this team, and I can't think of any, um, any that I don't admire. Um, and they've all got, um, they're just spectacular people. Um, I don't know how you did it, Stu, but like you've assembled what 200 over 200 of the best of the best. Hmm. Um, you know, we may have our bad days here and there, but, um, I think I can learn something from, from everybody. So, um, yeah, it's great. Birds of a feather flock together, right, David? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, what about uh, we we shared this the last couple times, but uh, five or six rules, some takeaways that you've learned over your life doesn't have to be necessarily about cycling. Your uh, okay. rules, yeah, rules to live by. Um, I love humor. Like that's yes. necessary. <laughs> I mean, it just comes naturally. It comes naturally to me. Um, the other thing that I'd say, and I've said this, uh, I've said this a lot is, um, I'd never, I'll never regret being too kind to somebody. I love um, that. I don't, I don't live up to that all the time. Like I can get upset or I can, um, but, um, I like to live my life in a way where, um, uh, just try to be kind to people, um, try to be, yeah, try to be positive. And then, um, this is something that, um, a man that I'd, very much admired said uh, he was talking about um, essentially like being a disciple. And he said, try and do something nice for somebody every day. Um, And so I actually, you can name your iPhone. um, And 
my iPhone is named do something nice. And that's essentially because like when I get in my car in the morning, um, it'll come up and it'll say, you know, connecting to do something nice. And it just reminds me of mm. do something nice today. That's cool. So anyway, that's, that's my advice is, uh, I guess have humor, um, be kind and do something nice. Yeah. David, does he live that way? Yeah. hundred percent. I've actually, <laughs> I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't think I've ever seen him get mad. Uh, yeah. It happens. Nah. Although it is, if you're watching the video, which I will post to YouTube, Matt's shades keep going up and down. Uh, I assume oh, yeah. this is an automatic uh, response to sunlight. Oh, is yeah. That it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sweating. I'm sweating here. So, yeah, right. It's so good. <laughs> um, David, any any final questions as we wrap up? Anything you want to talk or, or, I don't know, ask Matt? Um, maybe like what, um, from a cycling perspective, what are a couple races or events that you, that you want to do? Oh, like dream races. Uh, there's that, that race that got canceled in Oregon. It would be so much fun. Like, I think, uh, something I'd like to do a gravel race. I don't, mm -hmm. I've never actually, not the, not the Wasatch all road. That's too hard. We tried that. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, something that, uh, um, involves all the bikes, this, this race, there was a race in Oregon that, uh, you started off on road, transitioned to gravel and then went to mountain. I think that'd be, that was, that'd be awesome. Super fun to do something like that. Um, uh, I don't know other races like, yeah, I'd like to actually, um, do a little more dirt, like do some sort of a, some sort of a mountain bike race or ride. Fun. I haven't done that. So and um, maybe crash along the way. Yeah, totally. Uh, Matt, my, um, I haven't asked this in a bit, but if, if you were going to talk to whatever, um, some guys just decided to start riding with us, what advice would you give about being with us, getting the most out of the team? What makes a great teammate here? Um, I mean, I think the, the advice I'd give uh, for somebody like somebody starting out new or like considering me dwelling, you think? Yeah. Or just, or just um, psych in general, just cycling in general. Like what makes a good teammate? Uh, yeah. Um, like what, what makes this that you were like, you didn't know at the beginning where you're like, oh yeah, if I would have known that 10 years well, think, ago, this would have been a I lot better. Like, uh, well, so something that I've, I've struggled with in my own life um, is uh, I think seeing myself the way that others see me, I guess you could say. And um, if that makes sense, like I've talked to a lot of people about that um, in various settings, but it's like, Hey, you are a lot cooler than you think you are. Um, you're a lot better. You're a lot smarter than you think you are. Um, the person that you're looking at in the mirror is, is not necessarily um, that, you know, you may think that you're one way, but you're just, you're so much better than that. I guess I should say. So it's that attempt or that struggle to try and see yourself as like, you know, I'm this person with unlimited potential. I'm, I'm smart. I'm fun. I'm happy. You know, I'm all those. And, and, and then just make that like a, a sort of a mantra or whatever until you become that. So, I mean, that's the, um, and then everybody on this team, like I said, I mean, I, I can learn something from everybody on this team. Like it wouldn't be a podcast without mentioning Dave Sharp. Like, um, I've had a few interactions with Dave Sharp. Um, I just love that guy. Um, his advice, the advice that he's given me, um, is, uh, you know, just, uh, it'll stay with me for my life. Um, he's just a good, good person and he just absolutely destroys too. So, um, but I saw Dave, uh, at a wedding reception a month ago and, uh, just cool to, to know him well enough to go up, go up to him and, and, uh, just ask him how his, how his recovery is going. I think he's, he's been out on the bike. Um, so it's going well. Dean Walker fixed him up, but yeah. that's another guy who's just fantastic. Anyway, that's, uh, I think you can learn something from everybody on the team. So nice. Cool. Mm -hmm. Matt, you're the man. This is great. And David, <laughs> thank you for joining. Thank you guys. Serious. Um, grateful for you. Thankful for your, sponsorship um 
if you if you didn't know, all of the sponsors on the team were just so fun. Are guys like Matt that want to just contribute and um, be part of making the team better, which is really fun to see. And um, when when you said, "Hey, is there room?" I think we had somebody drop, and you're like, "Is there?" You were the first one, like instantly, to text me and say, "Is there mm-hmm. any way I can be on?" So um, super yeah. grateful for. Uh, for you for that and just well uh, i'm honored that you'd let me on i mean I think that's that's super cool <laughs> <Very good. laughs> all righty gentlemen appreciate your time it's grateful to be with you thanks yeah you too thanks, thanks guys. Guys. see ya yeah.